Hello and welcome to episode 2 of Colony Drop, a podcast about the long-running anime series Mobile Suit Gundam. My name is Brian and my partner is Isaac. This episode will continue right where episode 1 left off, talking about how you can watch Gundam on Blu-ray. So Gundam Fight all set, ready, go! So that brings me to the uh, second way to watch Gundam right now, which is Blu-ray. And so when I was researching this, I realized that basically uh, Sunrise, the company who owns Gundam, they have done a phenomenal job over the last four years of putting almost every series out on Blu-ray uh, at a very affordable price. So so the longer series are, are, are mostly available. They generally come in two like two packs, like a part one and a part two. And usually each each part is anywhere from 30 to $50. Um, so for a whole series of like 50 episodes for about 100 bucks on Blu-ray, that's that's pretty good. I think that's a reasonable yeah. price, um, especially given the prices that we used to pay for Gundam DVDs, where oh boy, <laughs> I think something like 8th MS Team, which is 13 episodes, I think that was on four DVDs. So at the time, that would have been 100 to 120 bucks, depending on, maybe even more, depending on where you bought your DVDs. So if you're telling me I can get a full series of 50 episodes for that price um, on a on a better format, I think that's a I think it's a great deal. Um, and how this came to be is basically Bandai America slash Bandai Entertainment, um, whatever. There's a co- complicated series of companies, but basically the the subsidiary of Bandai that was releasing Gundam series in America on on the to the home video market, they they shut their their home video uh, d- department down in 2012, 2013 to focus on licensing anime uh, to other companies instead. And as a result of that, um, Sunrise basically said, okay, well, you know, they're not selling it anymore. We'll just, we'll sell it ourselves. So they've been selling it, um, or they've been releasing it with, I, I think with the help of uh, Right Stuff. Right Stuff is a uh, an older anime publisher and uh, online retailer that's been around for a really long time. So I'd I'd kind of if you're gonna buy this stuff on Blu-ray, I'd kind of recommend that you just buy it from Right Stuff because they're the ones uh, releasing it uh, with Sunrise. So, you know, we we want more Gundam. So if you're gonna buy it, why not just buy it from the person who uh, is teaming up with Sunrise to release all of it over here? Um, yeah, that also helps you avoid you know getting a bootleg or something not the best quality. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, if if they're releasing it, you know when you buy it from them that they're gonna they're going to give you the good the good product so um but yeah pretty much pr- pretty much every series is available on blu-ray in uh in america there are some i think some we, <laughs> there are a lot of interesting exceptions um so i think we can learn a lot uh by looking at what's not on blu-ray so the first item that i think is funny is g savior uh the <laughs> g savior was a how would you just, how would you describe, describe G Savior? Yeah, G, G, G Savior. Somebody at Bandai <laughs> um, thought it was a good idea to maybe market Gundam to Americans by making a live-action movie with American actors, or Canadians too, I guess. And um, yeah, just using computer animated combat scenes and using like this was like the early two thousands. It was it so came out in two thousand. Yeah, so man, the animation is just so dated and doesn't look good at all. It's it, it's like below Sci-Fi Channel original movie level. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Look, I mean, I think G Savior was Bandai's attempt to make a live-action Gundam movie to see would this work. Um, 
you know, and they did that in in two thousand. So so you are gonna it, a resounding no. <laughs> it, it is twenty years old. Um, <laughs> it takes place. They 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 set they set the story way later in the Universal Century timeline after oh. all of the after all of the previous series had had taken place um, to kind of avoid. I honestly think they did that because they didn't really know if it was going to work and they didn't really want to, maybe they didn't want to commit too much to it, you know, because once you publish the work, it's kind of, it's part of the canon for the most part. No, it's not because <laughs> nobody cares anything about any canon so, established so, by G. Savior. <laughs> so, exactly. So that's why I'm bringing it up because the canon for, the, the question of whether or not G. Savior is canon uh, is is somewhat now questionable. There's a lot you can you can go look online, and there's a lot of people argue, who will argue about it. Uh, and, wait, wait, and argue, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> who are the people arguing? Oh, like if you just go, G Savior. You can go on the on the Wikipedia, or, you know, or the or the fandom wiki, and, and look at all the uh, the comments back and forth about people trying to edit. You know, what what should it say? Is it canon? Is it not? And the arguments are really funny because some people say, look. Uh, Sunrise hasn't directly said that it's not canon, therefore it is canon. But then there are people that say Sunrise publishes these different uh, guidebooks, which I don't remember the name of the guidebooks, but you know the kind of official Gundam books. And they yeah. they kind of like leave out G Savior, like they they just don't they just don't put G Savior in the book. So it's kind of this like confirmation by by not saying anything. <laughs> but then and then some people say, oh, it's just not canon because you know it's it's a bad movie, which is basically what you just said. <laughs> Um, and look, you know this... what? <laughs> I, I have something that trumps all this. Um, <laughs> all right. Actually, this will be a spoiler for turn a, if you, spoiler alert, if you're watching turn a, turn off this podcast right now. All right. We never see G savior <laughs> at the end of turn a, when they're showing dark history <laughs> and they show all the Gundams and all the mobile suits from the past series. Guess what? You know, it's not there. The G Savior. Savior. Mm, fancy that. I will say that G Savior was released in 2000. Turn A was released in 99 and 2000. So it is theoretically possible that they were being made at the same time, and nope. they could they could have included <laughs> G Savior at the end of Turn A, uh, knowing that they were going to release it. So you're right. It's not there. They could have done um, it, but they didn't. So so th- this is my opinion. Look, at one point it was clearly part of the canon because they released it but now guess what they're not selling it <laughs> they they went sunrise went out and put everything on blu-ray that they could for the most part you know what they didn't put on blu-ray <laughs> g savior <laughs> so in my mind that's confirmation enough if they're not selling it to you anymore they don't they don't want you to watch it so for, <laughs> for some more background to our listeners G Savior is to Gundam what the Star Wars Holiday Special is to Star Wars. <laughs> All right, that's, that's a pretty apt comparison. <laughs> also, your sci- your sci fi movie comparison. It, it honestly felt like you were watching a a sci fi network uh, original. Let worse, it worse. It was <laughs> I don't know. It was like the CW put together like a, a sci fi movie yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. U- UPN from back in the day. <laughs> yep. Okay, so my my next uh, one that I think is funny that's not on Blu-ray is uh, SD Gundam, and they were kind of I'm going to split this into two parts. There there's the original SD Gundam, which stands for Super Deformed. Uh, it it it's like a more of a cartoony, funny thing. Um, really, it's really made for the Japanese audience. They 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 were made. 
Uh, they, they've released a bunch of them in Japan. Um, they're really hard to get a hold of them. They've never yeah. been released in in America. I don't think it would really it would really work here. A lot of the jokes, but they're basically from like the late '80s to the early '90s. For, for um, anyone that doesn't um, hasn't seen one before, hasn't seen an SD Gundam, Super Deformed Gundam, don't just assume. Don't go off the name completely. It's not literally Super Deformed. You know, these aren't like you know hideous Gundams or Zaku's kind of you know shuffling around. It, it, it's called Super Deformed, but they should be called like Chibi or Cute Gundam because they have like big heads and little bodies. They're very cartoonish and very um. You they're know, they're really like, fun looking. Yeah, they're, they're the Muppet Babies of Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Um. Yeah, so so the the original like Japanese SD Gundam stuff is is not on Blu-ray in in America, and I wouldn't expect it to be, frankly. Um, but there was a sort of attempt in the early 2000s to make a SD Gundam show for American audiences. It was a it was a, a Japanese uh, U.S. co-production called Superior Defender Gundam Force, and note that Superior Defender could be shortened to SD or SD Gundam Force. And the, you know, the, the character models were designed in the same way as, as the SD Gundam stuff was, but with the exception that it used CG. And I remember when you and I uh, started watching Superior Defender Gundam Force because that came on Toonami at some point. Yeah. And I remember we were really hopeful for the first, like, I don't know, two episodes. And then it just became real... Real kitty, real fast. It was pretty um, much Power Rangers with Gundam. Yeah, yeah. It just <laughs> not the Power Rangers bad, but you know, not not the cup of tea we were looking for. Yeah, it's not something. I think that if you were like a fan of you know yeah. Gundam Wing or or Mobile Suit Gundam at the time, yeah. which were both airing, that you would watch that and be like, oh, this is what I wanted. It was definitely aimed at children. Yeah. Um, if you were and, a kid, it was probably awesome. Yeah, pro- probably good. Um, so what what ended up happening was um. The, f- the first 26 episodes of that show were aired in America uh, four months before it aired in Japan. But then the back half, 26, they were never aired in America because <laughs> because the um, so the, the first 26 were aired in America and then the full 52 episodes ran in Japan. And they got it, at the time, it was the worst rated Gundam show that had ever aired in Japan. Jeez. So basically, because of those bad ratings, they they canceled it in America, and they only released the second 26 episodes after the fans petitioned uh, Sunrise, I guess, to to release them on DVD. But even though they came out on DVD, that show was not re-released on Blu-ray by Sunrise. So while I give sunrise a pass for not putting uh the original sd gundam on on blu-ray for america because they they probably think it doesn't have an audience and you know maybe it doesn't i don't know if anyone would buy it but i I would like it if they threw it on youtube uh subbed or something i would i would watch it because why not there's a lot of in jokes for for longtime fans or something like that very lighthearted. yeah but i think it's i think it's telling that sunrise did not go the extra mile and put superior defendant Defender Gundam Force on Blu-ray. I think they maybe want to forget that, uh, forget that experiment. So say what you will about Sunrise, but they cut their losses the yeah, moment they, they see them happening. Yeah, they they know they know where to they know they know where to bob and weave for sure. They, they cut those losses with a beam saver. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think the biggest omission though is Gundam Seed, Seed Destiny, and then the the third uh, seed, um, seed. The first seed is really all that matters. <laughs> Agree. Agree. Yeah. It's literally a play-by-play of the one-year war, and yeah. it might as well be over when that series ends. 
So Gundam Seed, Seed Destiny, and uh, the OVA side story, CE-73 Stargazer, which I think is about the Strike uh, Noir Gundam. You ever, have you ever seen that one? It's a pretty neat one. Pretty neat looking one. Um, so I think this is the biggest omission. They have not released this on Blu-ray in America. And I think it, this seems to be because they are promising to redub the show with a new dub. Um, I, I read... Um, somewhere that right stuff said that that dub should be out in 2019 but that I don't think that happened because I don't see these DVDs anywhere and I think it's pretty noticeable that, that didn't happen because when you go to watch it on YouTube or Crunchyroll um, you know the only offering is is sub they're, they're, they're not even offering you the old dub I don't know if, if Sunrise either doesn't have the rights to the dub or they just don't like the dub or, or what but it seems like they're taking their time with this one. And I think it's because of what Isaac is saying, that this was what I would consider to be Sunrise's most honest attempt to you know, replace uh, or reboot Universal Century for, for, the, for a modern audience. And I think when they, whenever they release it, they, they want the dub to be the best it can be. And because Seed came out in 2002, that would mean it's about to be 20 years old soon which frankly blows my mind, doesn't seem that old. But I would imagine, and I have no, no, there's no evidence of this, but I would imagine that at some point, whether it's the 20th anniversary or the 25th, there will be a seed revival and maybe a new series. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> I mean, don't, don't you think that's logical? I don't think it carries the weight warranting that compared to either a new series where they could put their time and effort or something you see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I do think they, they like to, I don't think they like to put all their eggs in one basket though with UC. I think we've seen them do like build fighters, like iron blooded orphans. I feel like they always try to do UC something and something else. Yeah. And exactly. so I, it's a, it's a back and forth left foot, right foot. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm not saying there'd be a full series, but I just, I can't see the yeah. 20th anniversary or a 25th anniversary passing without some sort of Are some them, some sort of acknowledgement yeah. to the to the seed the seed series because they put a lot of effort into the seed. Uh, yeah, but I mean time. that series kind of ran its course. No one's really, I guess, clamoring for it. And also, I mean, nothing really new has come out too recently. Um, I think some of those characters still do really well in those like character popularity polls, though. Um, so I, I could definitely I mean, see. I don't know. I, I think it's possible. That's that's my theory. I have no. There's no backing to that theory. That's just me reading yeah. into it. But but it does seem like look, they're taking the extra time to redub a series from 2002. If they didn't care about it, they could just put the old dub on there and and put it out, or just put out the DVD with the put out the Blu-ray with just sub only. Yeah, maybe I, you're right. Yeah. So I don't know. I I think you'll be. It'll be interesting to watch uh, with the new dub. I watched it subbed, so I, I don't I never I never actually watched the original dub. But when it does oh. come out, I think it'd be interesting to do a, a rewatch. I really enjoyed the original seed. Me too. I loved it dub. I'm pro dub for anyone listening. <laughs> <laughs> in case in case you couldn't tell. Also also I wanted to mention um, anyone not too familiar with Gundam yet, UC is almost you know double the the seriousness and tone compared to a lot of um you know other universes which can be a little bit more you know and kind of go in their own way but you see generally sticks pretty pretty close to a serious grounded uh tone in most of the episodes 
Uh, not always, but most of the time. Other series, you know, some some can be more serious. Some can be pretty loose, you know. Especially Gundam Double Zeta. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mobile Fighter G Gundam. Um, <laughs> Build Fighters, yeah. <laughs> Build Fighters, SD, all that, yeah. Yeah, so I think those those three were my notab- notable uh, omissions from Blu-ray. But also in doing this, I think there's I found a few other things that I think are really interesting. Um, so there was one show that I've or not I guess it wasn't a show. There's one movie I've always wanted to watch, and it's called uh, Gundam Neo Experience 0087 Green Diver. Um, but there's basically no way to watch this because um, it's a planetarium show, and it came out in 2001 at some uh, you know some some planetarium um, in Japan or. Of course, in Japan, I forget. I forget where it where it actually came up from. Came out um, the Osaka Prefecture <laughs> Planetarium. <laughs> yeah, so it came out in two thousand one in a in a planetarium type thing in Japan, and there's never been a DVD release because it's you know it's you you can't put a planetarium show um uh, on a on a normal TV. Watch much. me try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think the best you can do is I think somewhere out there there is some like some fan you know took like cam footage probably aiming his phone like at the ceiling oh um, god yeah I, I mean i don't even know when the last time that this thing was was available like you could probably look it up but it came out in 2001 i, I doubt they've been showing it for the last 20 years straight but um I, i'm thinking maybe though that now that vr is a thing they could release it i, I would still like to watch it wow. and the reason i would like to watch it is this was the first appearance of uh amuro uh, Amuro Ray, the, the main the main character of uh, the original Universal Century series, uh, piloting a uh, Zeta Gundam in a special color scheme of uh, it's white with purple stripes, has a little uh, A symbol on the shoulder, and although they didn't um, say in the movie that it was Amuro, uh, it does use his the same uh, voice actor who who voiced. Who who always voices Amuro uh, was the voice actor? Who that so, could be? <laughs> yeah, who who could it be? Um, but anyway, I, I think that's really cool, and they, they made a really cool uh, model kit of it, uh, which I own. Um, so anyway, I, I think that's a, a cool series. It someday would would be cool to uh, to see. But there's been no no DVD release ever um, on normal or Blu-ray, so that one is still missing. Uh, the next one that I think is interesting is uh, the Gundam Evolve series. Did you ever watch any of those, Isaac? No, no, I didn't. Are they any good? Or? Yeah, they're pretty neat. They were they're there's they're 15 shorts. Um, oh. They basically show alternate scenes or side stories across like all the different timelines. Most of them are from Universal Century, uh, but there's one from like G Gundam, one from Wing Gundam. Uh, they were they were released in 2001, 2007 as basically a like way to show off CGI for the most part. Um, so here, these are not on Blu-ray, but they are on DVD, and apparently. Uh, the reason is that there are no HD masters of this show. So basically the, the show was just not made in HD. So there, there's no point to having a Blu-ray. Um, I, I, although I did not check to, to see if there were any Japanese Blu-rays, um, but I, I didn't see any right away. I remember downloading these off of like Kazaa or some, some service. Um, <laughs> Kazaa, what's that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there was no way to get it over here. Um, but now, but now there is, there is one, um, you can buy all 15 in one, I think, one DVD in, in Tell America. Tell fans about Napster. <laughs> Napster, yeah. yeah I, I doubt anyone. If you're if you're below the age of, like, 25, you definitely 40. don't know what Kazaa <laughs> is, for sure. Um, but, yeah, I think my favorite one, my, fav- my favorite Gundam Evolve short, um, 
was there was the short where three Zeta Gundams uh, from uh, Caraba. Uh, cool. That's like yeah, that's like the the uh, how would you describe Caraba? Like the the Earth Caraba version the of Earth, the Ayug. Exactly, it's the Earth based Resistance version of uh, the Ayug. Aug. Yeah. Aug. <laughs> Ayug. <laughs> Imagine if you had to say Aug all the time like i'm yeah they're just i can't believe they didn't come up with a different name it was yeah. that's it we'll put that up on our list of uh, bad names in gundam yeah gundam has a lot of complicated names which we were yeah. we were talking about off air about how hard it is for for us to say these names on air that we maybe never pronounced out loud before um but yeah basically there's these three zeta gundams uh piloted uh one by amuro in the same white and purple zeta gundam um well again actually they don't actually name the people by name but they call him white unicorn and it's the same yeah. amuro voice actor wearing you know using the amuro suit so anyway it's it's clearly amuro no one uh, of the federation pilots anything like that except yeah. amuro <laughs> yeah exactly so and then there's a another zeta who's that's painted um gold it has the same gold coating as the hyakushiki from uh, zeta gundam that one's piloted by uh former zeon ace pilot shin matsunaga who used to be called the white wolf but in that movie he's called the gray wolf uh, which I actually think is probably just because Amaro's name is White Unicorn and they didn't want two two pilots named White something, so they were forced <laughs> to change one. And they so they were like, well, Amaro's a bigger character than Shin, so that sucks for you, Shin. You're ch- we're changing your name to Gray Wolf, but maybe he doesn't maybe he doesn't take himself too seriously. So he's getting up in age, so maybe, he figured, yeah. he'll, he'll just like change his name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good excuse. And then uh, the third one is Red. And it's piloted by. It was supposed to be piloted by uh, Johnny Ryden, uh, who's one of my favorite characters. He was a former uh, Zeon Ace pilot, um, part of the Chimera Corps. Uh, but instead, it was supposed to be piloted by him. But uh, he's not a new type, and so he couldn't use it. So they gave it to this other um, new type girl. Uh, who, and I, I told Isaac I wasn't going to try to pronounce her name, but it's uh, Yuri Ajisa or Ajisa. Um, for effort. Yeah. So she apparently has like some sort of crush on armor it's been a while since i watched that short but oh anyway God. it's really cool because uh you know three three customized zeta gundams and they all they all team up to uh fight a mobile armor um so i think it's i think it's pretty neat and they they had limited editions of these of these zeta gundam model kits uh which are pretty hard to get um you had to import them. Spoiler alert and uh, word of warning to any mobile armor pilots: you always lose to gun. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're fighting armor array. So you should like probably just run the other scissors. way. Yeah, you'd think they'd learn. They just see a symbol, big like, ah, I'm out, and just fly away. But, but <laughs> the no. engineering team for like the mobile armors are like the most determined people in the Gundam universe. <laughs> they just they give them like one more pincer yeah. or like one more booster, but it never. Like, all right, never guys, seems to work out. <laughs> I, I got it this time. We'll make it bigger and we'll put claw arms. <laughs> <laughs> how, how could we lose? <laughs> this time we'll put a backwards-facing beam can. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never see it coming. They can't get behind us. <laughs> Yeah. So even though that one's not on Blu-ray, I think it's uh, I think it's a cool purchase if you're able to get it on uh, normal DVD, just because there's a lot of interesting um, uh, you know shorts on there, particularly particularly the one with the Zetas. That's my favorite. Uh, another one that I think you and I would did you and I both did not know about this to my knowledge, and but I think we would both be interested in watching it is as part of the Eighth MS Team Blue, Blu-ray release in Japan in 2013, they included a special short film, a oh. new one. Of the 8th MS team, it takes place between episodes 9 and 10 of the original series. Um, and 
yeah, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know any place to watch it other than the Blu-ray. Um, when we bought the DVDs originally, or when we watched the series, that didn't exist. So it wasn't on those DVDs, so I've never actually seen it. Um, but any new 8th MS team, I think, is is neat and uh, super welcome. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah just the fact that they... Sunrise obviously likes 8th MS team to go back and make another... Um, I don't know if it's like a half episode or what, but you know to re, uh, re-engage with something that old is pretty, pretty neat, so... It was such they, a well-done side story. Yeah, it's great. And even, and I, I did read that uh, all the original voice cast uh, comes back. Maybe not for oh. the dub. It's probably not dubbed, but at least for the sub. If you, um, I think I watched that one dubbed, so it's kind of a shame. But Yeah, you know. dub was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a great dub. Um, and then the last thing I want to mention is that there are three series that have what are called an ultra edition, which are basically like... The awesome collector edition that you if you bought a lot of normal dvds back in the day you would you would definitely remember collector's editions how many uh collector edition dvd sets did you have back then isaac lord of the rings probably oh boy god <laughs> that was that was all the rage dozens dozens yeah you always had to get the collector edition yeah that's so, how you knew you were a real fan because they had, oh, that had sure. the best behind the scenes featurettes <laughs> yep that's right <laughs> And so they, they've continued that tradition and they have, uh, so the three series that have ultra editions are wing double, double O and uh, G and they have some really cool extras, which they're, they're expensive. They're definitely about double or triple the price of the normal set. But for example, wing comes with five art cards or no, uh, 10 art cards, three posters, a five piece metal pin set and a 180 page hardbound art book, Wow. uh, which is pretty neat. Like that that's a that's a huge art book. That's a ton of stuff. Yeah. yeah. The 001 uh, is pretty similar. It comes with a 236-page hardback art book, four double-sided art cards, a fabric poster, a Haro keychain, and a large car <laughs> magnet. So again, that's a lot of extra stuff. 230-page art book. Wow. Um, and the G Gundam one, which uh, has are probably my favorite extras. I don't know who designed these, but they should be promoted. They include a hardback art book, uh, Domon's headband. A tequila Gundam shot glass and uh, shuffle alliance uh, patches, like for your clothes. <laughs> I and, thought you were about to say playing cards. <laughs> no, no. Although that would be really neat too. Yeah. Uh, also a G Gundam lanyard and uh, some some more art cards. But but I, I think those are pretty neat. I I was really close to uh, well I was really close to adding all these Blu-ray sets to my cart since I don't own any Blu-ray. Gundam DVDs. I was surprised you didn't, didn't get the G, the I, I was G re- Gundam. Yeah, I was really, really close to ordering the G Gundam one. Um, I, I may, I may go, I may go do it. I need to buy a Blu-ray player. I don't have one. I can't believe they still call it Tequila Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> That's why G Mobile Fighter G Gundam is one of the best series. So, in the U.S. dub, didn't they switch it to Cactus Gundam? Um, I think they, they did. Probably at least did for TV. I, I wonder if you watch the DVD if it's if it's Tequila Gundam, but I'm 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 not sure. Tequila does taste good, I must say. <laughs> I just don't think it was the wisest name choice. Probably not, but you know, Japanese are they have they they get away with a lot more <laughs> stuff on TV. They say TV. what they want to say. <laughs> yeah, maybe that that'll be a whole episode too. Like, what what was your favorite um, Gundam in Mobile Fighter G Gundam? Because there's a lot of good ones like Windmill Gundam. Oh god, that one kind of—that's in its own category. <laughs> <laughs> you would, well, which one do you think is like is worse? Not worse, but 
Why did the one look like a fish? <laughs> oh, mer- I think was that Mermaid Gundam? I think it was Mermaid. Oh, I, I, I think there was another one that looked like literally like a fish. Yeah. Uh, I, I the think Butler Gundam. The Butler Gundam was terrible. The Butler Gundam. I don't know if I remember the Butler Gundam. It was very briefly. <laughs> um, God, that show. It was, it was like Cobra Gundam, right? It looked like a snake or something like that. Yeah. I, yeah. The Mummy Gundam or whatever, too. And Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. That was a great. That was a fun watch. If you, if you, yeah, if you like Super Robot series, that was a. It's definitely lighthearted, but I, I just, I don't know. I enjoyed it in some ways, and other ways, I'm like, wow, really? <laughs> <laughs> it's an this interesting experience for sure. Yeah. So that that concludes my my adventure into looking up how does one watch Gundam today. We hope you enjoyed it, listener. We hope you. Uh, maybe took some directions from it and uh, find your way onto your next great Gundam series model or uh, lore adventure. Particularly if it involves tequila Gundam. <laughs> yeah. We'll do shots. <laughs> I think if we ever do uh, a live show, we have to take shots out of a tequila Gundam shot glass. Probably. But like we should do it where like we take shots after like something has to happen on screen. Like Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, like what a a, a beam saber like cuts an a mobile suit in half or <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Or like a reactor explodes or uh Yeah. Yeah, some some oh, by, bystanders like, yeah. are killed. Yeah. We hear like the uh Azaku or a Xeon mono eye make that noise. Yeah, the vroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, I look forward to that. We'll, we'll be exactly really, shot. <laughs> really drunk really fast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Isaac, why don't, you, uh, why don't you give him the spiel? Sure. All right. Well, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Leave a comment below as far as uh, how you got into Gundam, Gundam, what series you're watching right now, if you are watching a series, or anything you have that you'd like us to answer, questions, thoughts, ideas. We'll get back to you on that. All right, and if you disagree with our advice, let us know how you think you should get into Gundam. And make it a good argument. <laughs> and it better involve tequila Gundam. Ooh, yeah. And or just tequila. That's like calling the Russians Gundam, like vodka Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if the Russians would mind, though. Probably not. Well, I don't think the Russians would really mind anything, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, what was theirs called? Bolt Gundam, right, I think? I th- yeah. That could I use a better like- name. Um, I thought it was like Magnetron Gundam or something like that. I think it might be right. Bolt. I think yeah. It like needs to be mace, like right the big swinging. Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. Yeah, it should be. It should have been like you know, <laughs> Gulag K- Gundam, <laughs> K- KG Gundam B or something. <laughs> KG Gundam B. Oh god, that's awesome. <laughs> like its model number could be like you know KGB dash whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, I think we need to write that down into our Gundam uh, alternate universe series. <laughs> That'll that'll be my uh, Gundam build fighter that I enter into the KG Gundam KG B. Gundam B. <laughs> he already he has like a file on every every pilot. <laughs> he's just he just he assassinates him. Yeah, that'd be there's a lot of there's a lot of material there. Look look at Sunrise. If you if you're looking to create a sequel to Mobile Fighter G Gundam, you you know where to find yeah. Isaac and I. Sense. Tequila Gundam will rise again, and he will team up with KG Gundam B. <laughs> what would a Gundam be like if it was built in the Soviet Union? <laughs> I don't know. I think it would it would have to like use a sickle and hammer as weapons. Oh, that's pretty uh, cool. a beam sickle and hammer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, of course. You have to have a curved beam first of all. Wait. So is like America going to be the ones building like the mono eye mobile suits? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think you would just do one with like um, 
It could have like like Trump's hair. Trump's hair. What was this like now, or is this like so? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it could be a mix, you know. We'll have like a Reagan Gundam. <laughs> Reagan Gundam smash. <laughs> what would you call it? Like a uh, trickle down Gundam. <laughs> trickle down. <laughs> NATO fighter G Gundam. <laughs> yeah. NATO fighter. Oh, <laughs> uh, that would be awesome. Free market fist. <laughs> We went on a tangent. <laughs> That's all right. Tune in next time for more Gundam action. We'll drop some colonies, blast some beams, and blow up some cockpits. I don't know. <laughs> it took a real weird, it took a real weird oh, turn at yeah. the end there. For all the listeners, before e- before taping the show, Isaac ate half of a cake. I didn't eat half of a cake. I had one quarter, slice. quarter of a cake. Yeah, but how? That doesn't mean anything. You could have just made a big slice. Well, how big was the slice as a percentage of the overall cake? I'll say hmm, a tenth. Oh wow! All right, your character will be Cake Gundam. It'll probably pre-diabetic Gundam. <laughs> it has a little monitor, yeah. like in the, in the chest. It's a little insulin pump you have to aim yeah. for to disable them. Yeah. <laughs> He break his tube. He like goes into like shock. <laughs> the Gundam just seizes up and falls over. <laughs> <laughs>